You're listening to the 414 Creative Legacy Podcast. I'm your host, Joshua Curtis. And on the show, we do a deep dive with entrepreneurs on all things business, faith, and how to build a lasting legacy. Hey guys, this is part two of my conversation with David Willis. If you haven't already listened to part one, be sure to go back and check out that episode. I'm really excited from what you're going to get from part two of my conversation with David. Be sure to sit back, take some notes, and enjoy this episode. You mentioned on your TikTok the other day. Um, yeah. It's stuck with me since you've mentioned this. And I was like, man, that is so good. But I think you're quoting a, a verse from Jeremiah. I believe it was Jeremiah where you talked about, um, uh, was it consider your destiny? Is that was the... Yeah, what you Let, said. it's the prophet Jeremiah, it's Lamentations 1-9, I think. Um, and let me, let me pull it up for you just okay. so uh, yeah. we can... When you, when you said that, I was just like, whoa, like that was heavy. Like, like in the sense yeah. of like, man, that's something that I think everybody needs to live out is consider your destiny, which I think is what yeah. you said, but it might have been something, uh, it might have been said a different way, but... Um, Yes, yeah, so it's Lamentations one nine, and there's a couple of different versions of this. Um, the 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 name, uh, the New King James version says this: "Her uncleanness, meaning um, meaning it, it, just the sin of Israel, yeah, uh, made her collapse essentially. And so she did not consider her destiny. And in one translation, it says she did not consider her future." Um, and then one translation even said, didn't even remember her future, which is really cool in and of itself. I was, I was just kind of chewing on those, those phrases and the different, the different interpretations and translations. And so just the idea of being reminded of the promises of God over our life. So let's just say you've never gotten a personal prophetic word. There's still tons, hundreds of promises spoken over your life. Right because you're a believer and you've been grafted in to the body, like you have so many promises spoken over your life by God himself in the Bible that any personal prophecy on top of that is just icing on the cake. Yeah, that's that's right. great. Like that's great. But you have so many promises already available to you. So, um, you know, the thought that like, Hey, Israel fell into sin and then ultimately into judgment and then ultimately into collapse is what this verse is saying. Like she, she had no comforter. She was in collapse. Like the enemy had surrounded her. Like the enemy had, uh, had basically grown over her and and taken over her and all this kind of stuff. She had collapsed because she had not considered her destiny. She had not kept that in front of her. Israel had not remembered her future is one of the, one of the phrases. And I thought that was really cool because it's like, Hey, all those times that the Lord has spoken in your past about your future, you need to recall those. You need to yeah. remember those. You need to put those in front of you and consider your destiny whenever you're approaching other things. You know, uh, it's like, should I partake in this? Should I partake in that? It's like, well, let me consider where I want to be. Exactly. Let me consider my destiny. Let me consider where the Lord is taking me. And is that in alignment with that? Yeah. The problem with sin uh, is that sin creates this dissonance in our life. Mm. Um, Paul says like this, he says, I wish to do one thing, but then I do another thing. And it's this duality of man of like, I, in the pride of life, the lust of the flesh, like I am pulled in one direction. And then the spirit man being renewed by the Lord is being drawn and seated in a different place. 
And what happens when you engage in sin, when you allow that to take hold of your life, and I say allow because the Lord has freed us from bondage of sin. We have been free and set free. The blood of Jesus covers us and it redeems us. The grace actually fills our life and enables us to not sin anymore. But when we allow and we choose that in our life, when we allow the devil to have a foothold, what we do is we, we really, that becomes incongruent with the life that he's called us to. And that does, that fuels a, a level of mental health issues too, as well. Cause like right. we're, we're suddenly, we're like, we're two different people. We're Jekyll and Hyde. We're, we become, we do things that we don't need to be doing or want to do. And then we are called to such a higher place. And so it draws us in. And so we're just being torn uh, in two different directions. And so considering and just keeping in front of us the future glory. Paul says it like this in Romans 8. He says, um, you know, for I consider these current sufferings, they don't even compare to the future glory. And Paul was being tortured. He was being uh, imprisoned. He was seeing all kinds of stuff around him. He was writing this encouragement like, hey, all this stuff, it doesn't even compare. It pales in comparison Mm. to the future glory that God has destined for his people and for himself. And so just in just consider your destiny as you look forward in life. Yeah. And we can we can take that and package that for entrepreneurs, business owners, people who yeah. who have like a fitness goal, who are wanting to achieve something, they can take that same philosophy and say, okay, this is where I want to be. And yeah. every decision needs to consider like we need to sit down and consider. Yeah. Is it going to lead me to this goal? Is it going to lead me to this yeah. financial goal that I have, whether it be paying off debt, um, whether it be you know having a certain amount of money in the bank account so you can do X, Y, and Z? Um, is it going to create a, a lifestyle that you want? We like when you when you said that, I saw it on TikTok, and I want to dive into that too. <clears throat> um, yeah, is it was just like this? Whoa! Like it, it, it like set me back. I was like, man. Like we really need to consider everything that we do. Is it going to lead us into the direction that we feel led to do? Is it, you know, for me, yeah. it's, it's, I have, there's so many things that I, I, we, we could have a whole nother podcast on the things that I want to achieve yeah. in life. Um, but that just taking, like, I even thought about like, man, making a cool graphic and like hanging on the wall. So like you could <laughs> see it every day yeah. of like, consider Considered, your destiny. Yeah. And um, I was listening to, um, um, I don't know, do you know who Graham Cook is? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So I was listening to Graham Cook the other day and he mentions in this, it's like a 50 minute long, like prophetic soaking. And he said the, the promises of God are the, like the warfare for the enemy. Like you have to remember the promises uh, of of God because it, it is literally like it stops him in his tracks because he can't yeah. he can't move past that right um and when whenever i think the power of considering your destiny considering the things that father has spoken over you it allows you to push through some of the the obstacles that you may face it, it it's like no like i'm you know i'm going to do this and and um it, it it's just a like, I feel like we could just spend the next like hour just talking about this, this topic alone, but yeah. we'll, we'll move on. So you have been posting on social media every day for the past year. No, right? no, 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 no. About, um, so since August 1st, 
August uh, 1st, like okay. August 3rd. Yeah. Um, part of, part of that training, uh, with Rick, I met a couple marketing guys who were there and, um, you know, just releasing music and, and being, uh, uh, an artist in that way is so different than it used to be. I mean, yeah. we live in a digital age, everything right. that we do and consume is, is done through essentially our phones or our computers. I mean, there's, there's no way around that. Like, I don't think I actually have a way to play a CD right now. Like I, <laughs> I don't, I, I don't through, need it. Oh, in my um, car. My car, a, my car doesn't have one. Yeah, anymore. See, mine does. I look at an older one. So, <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, like I just, just kind of thinking even from that logic. So like passing out mixtapes, like be, <laughs> playing live shows and then selling your CD is not a thing anymore. It's like vinyl so now, right? About, it's <laughs> vinyl. Hey, I, I, that right there is a vinyl uh, yeah. record player right there. That, and so I need yeah. to get one of my songs. It's like in my world, film photography is coming back. It's really big right now. Yes. So, you yes. know older like 1990s like film cameras are really expensive right now so yeah they're yeah but but you know just by and large like in order to gain notoriety or or even uh, or even like an audience like i mean just people to listen i mean you 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 have to have some sort of platform and the coolest thing about social media it is essentially free like there there is no yeah the barrier to you know, entry no, is is time free yeah, yeah that's just time mm -hmm. because there's there's a youtube video that explains the algorithm there's a youtube video that shows you how to post engaging content there's all this kind of stuff out there right so essentially the barrier to entry is time um so one of the things that we talked about quite extensively is that building an audience from essentially zero um you know and uh, you know, like I have never released music before. I'm not like playing live shows everywhere and trying to tour and all this kind of stuff, especially not right now. Um, but, you know, building an audience essentially from zero requires some sort of like social media presence, it requires some sort of consistency in that, in that sphere. And so this guy basically just said, you need to be posting video content every single day. And I was like, okay, that sounds good. Like I'll do that because this is just the way my mind works. I was talking with the Lord as I was in, encountering like this whole, this whole like workshop yeah. and retreat and everything like that. And basically like, I just heard him say like, do whatever it is that they tell you to do. Like the, like you, you were asking for, how do I do, how do I release mm -hmm. music? Well, how do I steward the songs? Well, well, like here's experts, here's what they're telling you to do. Now go, go do that. Go walk into obedience. Wow. Like basically it's kind of how that conversation played out with the Lord. <laughs> so it's like, okay, I can do that. Like I'll, I'll, I'll set aside time. Like if you, if you give me something to say, I will, I will say it. Like, so funny enough, like my videos that I post every single day, roughly every single day. I mean, they're, they're most, most Saturdays I'll post, but some Saturdays I won't, um, you know, most, most videos that I post every single day are just kind of like this format. Like I'm just literally sitting in front of a camera in my office and I'm talking about the Lord. Like that's, that's it. I'm not doing viral tiktok trends i'm not dancing, <laughs> not dancing. i'm not i'm not i'm, I'm not waiting really, for like, that day to things like you know like oh, you yeah. know one two you know i'm not doing all yeah. those things um i'm just i'm doing what i know to do which is talk about the lord and my encounter and experience yeah and i pray typically a little bit right before i, I post and and i'll be like what do you want me to say and sometimes i already have an idea like he'll be speaking to me and i'll just i'll just know and sometimes I'll hit record and then I'll just start talking and I don't know what I'm talking about. And it'll take me about five, 10 minutes to, to kind of complete a one minute video because one minute or less is sort of that daily 
thing. Um, you know, I was thinking about like, what is, what can I express um, that kind of reveals what I've seen the Lord do through that obedience um, on Instagram alone since August, which actually since October uh, is, is how far the metrics go back. Um, I've had over a hundred thousand real views um, wow. like on reels and then uh, reached over 80,000 accounts. That's uh, great. 80,000 different accounts. And again, most of what I post about, like almost all of it, I had one video where I just was in Bucky's and was like, this is a, this is Bucky's. <laughs> just let everybody else know what Bucky's uh, is. <laughs> yeah, so that, that did actually really well. And I was like, that's, that's late. Uh, but you know, um, but most of what I do is just, I, I just talk about the Lord. Here's, here's, here's a principle in the kingdom. Here's like today I, I posted a video about self-control uh, out of Proverbs 25 verse 28, where it says I saw that this morning man without self-control is uh, a man without self-control is, is like a city with no walls. And so essentially anything gets let in. And so, you, you know, uh, start building those boundaries, start building those barriers in your life. Right. And you, you can filter what comes into your life. And so, um, so out of that, you know, uh, I've been posting, I started cross posting to TikTok around, uh, October as well. Okay. Um, and, and since then just through organically consistently posting every single day, I've, I've gotten over a thousand TikTok followers. Um, and TikTok is sort of like a godless place. Like <laughs> it's like, it's not a good place to just like exist and hang out. Like, um, and so, you know, it's what, it's where a lot of kids are. Like it's where a lot of young people are. Like it's where, yeah. you know, like the teenagers. And, it's where the audience is. Right. Yeah. And, and actually they say, uh, that people our age, uh, in their thirties are, are rapidly hopping over to TikTok from Facebook. And, um, it's like basically, uh, it's it's what they akin to 2008 or 2011 Facebook, their their growth and that and yeah. that uh, mm -hmm. that demographic is happening right now on TikTok. So a lot of interest is is towards TikTok right now. And so, anyways, I just I cross post and I just talk about the Lord and um and then and then when I do a music release, like I'll I'll hit that up for a few few days and and come back to it periodically and and that sort of thing. But um. Yeah. I, I've, I've seen a lot of things come out of just consistently posting and being consistent in what I'm talking about and doing. Well, um, tell me a little bit about, well, I mean, I, I assume the majority of all people um, feel this way. Um, imposter syndrome. Oh, is yeah. that something that, um, something that I deal with, right. Of like being on yeah. camera. Um, I'm always behind sure. the camera. And so being on camera, I'm like, uh, what, what do I say? Like I made a video yesterday, you know, talking about us recording today. And it was like one of the hardest things I've ever done. Um, I think there's like five or six like bloopers on my, you know, my camera roll right now. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, how do people do this? Like, and I'll be on TikTok like watching. I'm like, how is that person so comfortable like being on camera? Like they're just so like, it just like naturally comes to them. They're, and I'm like, yeah, how do you do that? So is that something that you've dealt with something that you've overcome? Like, what are some of the, the, the tips, the tricks, the, sure. the prayers that you uh, say, the correct words that you yeah. say to the Holy spirit. So, 
<laughs> so, so there's two things with that. Um, the funny thing is everyone's an imposter. Everyone is just a person. Like yeah. I mean, when it comes down to it, like the dude that's got Mr. Beast, for example, like probably Gosh, arguably the guy. most like watch dude Man. on YouTube or whatever is literally just a dude. Like at some point, like he was skateboarding with his friends in high school. He like, started playing. Point, he started playing Minecraft. He's recorded himself yeah. playing Minecraft. Yeah. That's how he started. Yeah. So as a kid, I mean, he's just a he's just a guy like he's yeah. just a dude he he goes to taco bell late at night like everyone else like he <laughs> like you know he's just a guy and so just demystifying that for a minute like the people right. who are famous on tiktok or instagram or whatever they're just people like they're 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 literally people with struggles too as well like they're literally people with with problems and when they hit record and then they hit stop their life is different their life is different in that span, in that window. They yeah. are curating that moment. And, and in many ways, mm. like we all do that, right? With social media, yeah. like we curate this moment that we're posting about. And so um, anyways, I, where I'm going with that is essentially this, like just, just getting away from imposter syndrome for me was essentially like everyone is basically in the same boat. When they hit the camera, like they they have the same thoughts that go through their heads. They're, yeah. they're this is, are people going to like this? Is this stupid? And the thing that keeps me going with it is that this is what I felt the Lord called me to do. And so mm. whether or not it looks dumb, whether or not people like it or not, whether or not, yeah. uh, you know, I have one person tell me, oh, you're an influencer now, you know, because you post every single day, like that kind of stuff, which is, again, was a funny joke to hit them or whatever. Um, and they, they'll, they'll often refer to me as the, the influencer, you know, whatever. And it's just, uh, you know, I could internalize that and be like, you know, people are taking, they're noticing and they're making fun of me. Or I could just go, man, at the end of the day, like, this is what I felt the Lord called me to do. And I yeah. pray for dozens mm -hmm. of people on TikTok and like over 80,000 accounts have looked at my videos and enjoyed that content on some level, you know, probably, you know, multiple tens of those thousands have engaged with my content for the kingdom, not, not for me. I don't want to be famous. Like, I don't care about that. Like, I want people to know who Jesus is and I want them to encounter him. So what would I say to someone who's maybe that's not their gift? Now I have a little bit of an advantage of this because like I, I do sing and I lead worship and so, yeah. and I've spoken in front of people. And so like public speaking is, is not a problem for me. Like I, I can, I can get in front of people. Mm -hmm. And in fact, like I prefer that I prefer to be the one with the microphone. I prefer to be the one um, talking to people like that. That's just sort of my personality. So, so yeah, it, 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 there is that natural gift that I do have, or at least that I have stewarded well over the years. Like maybe at some point I didn't want to do that. I don't remember, but yeah, like I wasn't into plays when I was in high school and stuff like that. Like I didn't like doing that. Like I wasn't, it was like in one drama production when I was like in junior high. <laughs> so it's not that, like, I, I think for me, it's just like, this is what the Lord's called me to do. So I'm going to keep doing it. So for that, the expression of that has been in church and speaking in front of other people and then this is just a new form of that expression. And so, you know, for me, there's been plenty of bloopers. There's been plenty of, of dumb videos. There's plenty <laughs> of videos that I don't post. There's plenty of times where I go, that didn't go anywhere. And then I hit the camera, you know, and I, and I've recorded people before. Like I, I put out a TV show every week for our church. We record um, the intro and outro of that where it's our pastor. It's another pastor. It's someone else they do bloopers too. I mean, like they, they don't get it right in one take like that. That is a freeing thing. Like you're not going to get it right in the first take, but then also over time, like it will get easier. Like yeah. there is a muscle memory to that. There is something that you can grow in and that should be a challenge. You know, it's like, Hey, you know, um, 
it's not golf where like you, you can never be good at golf. Like, just, just know that, like, I will never be good at golf. Like I will never be able to dunk. <laughs> like, like there are some things that there's a physical barrier to entry. Oh, like, you can I dunk can a basketball. The, yeah. If the goal the is higher, the goal feet, had, yeah. had to change, <laughs> yeah. but you can do it. <laughs> so, so just like, you know, knowing that, like knowing that this is not one of those things, like, like as long as you can talk, um, yeah. Like have a conversation with someone. And so quite literally what I'll do is I will, um, I'll do two, one of two things. I'll, of course, I'll ask the Lord, what does he want me to say? And then I'll speak to the audience. I'll speak to the person that's watching essentially. And so, you know, if it's random person on TikTok, if it's a worship leader, if it's uh, a pastor, if it's just a Christian who is just needing some bit of encouragement, I will mm -hmm. speak to them as if I was speaking to you right now, because that's what quote unquote, stops the scroll. That's what engages with people. It's right. because I'm a person, you're a person, and you're interacting with me socially through media. And so that's sort of what I do. It's taken a lot of time to, to get to that point. I mean, I've, I've probably done over 200 videos now at this point. Like, it, wow. and, and here's, here's kind of one of the things that really set me free. This, is, this really helped me out. Not, I don't just... I haven't, I didn't judge any of my results until probably a hundred videos in. So for me, the end of 2021 is about consistency. Can I right. consistently build this muscle? Not growth, mm -hmm. not really growth. Growth comes through consistency, but this wasn't about growth. This was about consistency. Can I be consistent? Yeah. Can I build this muscle? Can I be disciplined when I don't feel like it? Can I motivate myself or even just fake motivation for a moment in order to <laughs> yeah. accomplish what I want to accomplish down the road? Now, 2022 for me is about precision. It's about how do I now, now refine that into, instead of just being consistent, how can yeah. I be precise? Can I be exact with what I want to do? And so just, just put it in stages. Hey, for me, the first 100, 150 videos, no one's going to scroll that far down in my feed anyways. Like they are just there <laughs> to build consistency. And, you know, it's like doing anything for the first time, taking your first photos. Like you might have a natural gift at photography, but your first photos are not as good as your current photos. You right. know, like the, those, that, that sort of juxtaposition is like, put yourself in a position, man, to, to, you know, anybody who's watching this to, to not be an expert at something like be a rookie at something for, for change. You know, we live our lives. Like I'm in my thirties now, like a lot of my life, if I were to just not push myself, I'm pretty comfortable because like, I I've been doing what I'm doing for a while. Um, I've been in the same career for a uh, field for a long time. I, I could just exist. I could just coast on that. Yeah. Putting myself in a position where I'm learning something new i'm challenging myself makes me better it puts me in a position where i'm i need to be growing it's a constant flow and it keeps those waters internally from being stagnant so just keep doing it just just what, what's it going to hurt take imperfect action that's sort of the, the takeaway from take uh, imperfect from action that's good take imperfect action you know just just do it and mm -hmm. um, and then over time you know refine that like take take a season and, and say okay well this can worked we this and this better. didn't yeah how can we make this better you know marketing you know this you know marketing yeah. is is a game of trial and error it's a game of a and b tests it's not 
this is formula for all time for everybody. It's like, okay, I have this one demographic I'm trying to reach. What works better with them, A or B? A worked better this time. Now let's do A and another version of B. Yeah. Let's see if that works better. And then refining it over time. So yeah, I mean, it's just sort of, just do it. Just try it. <laughs> just do it. Yeah. Nike had yeah. Uh, says it Nike, right. Yeah. 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 Um, wow. We've covered a lot. Um, <laughs> it's good. It's all like, I yeah. feel like that. I feel like I learned a lot there. Um, That's good. So diving into, um, and we'll, we'll finish up here in a second. Um, diving into all the things that you're doing and specifically like taking your music from point a to point b um Mm -hmm. a couple things what advice would you tell somebody who is um someone who has some songs and they want to get started and they want to get that that stuff out so what's some advice from lessons that you've learned over the past you know few months or so um to help them kind of move that needle forward and getting kind of getting their, their songs out there. Um, so let's say you've written your songs. I think, uh, you know, if you're, if you're still learning how to write songs, this might not be fully applicable. Um, but let's just say you are, let's, let's say you, you've, you've written your songs. You feel like they're in a place that you want to publish them. Then, um, what I would say is, Start surrounding yourself with with two different types of people. People who are doing what you want to do. So, for example, recording music. And so that might mean that you're paying for a masterclass. That might mean that you're paying for a workshop. Maybe you're just consuming a ton of YouTube videos. Um, and then the second thing is surround yourself with someone, people who will speak into your life positively and not negatively. Yeah. Um, be careful who you share your dreams with. Be careful who you share right. your goals with. Um, there will be some people who will look at you and go, why would you want to release music right now? Like there are tons of people, like there are over like a hundred thousand Spotify songs being uploaded like every single week or something like that. Like wow. just an astronomically huge number. Like why, why would anybody watch or listen to my music? You know, that kind of stuff. So there's, there's tons of reasons to be negative about it. Yeah. <laughs> so surround yourself with someone positive. Uh, and the ultimate thing is like, Hey, we need your voice. We need, we need your experience with, you know, 99% of the songs that are sung in churches today are written by 1% of, of the church body. Wow. And um, that's a problem because people are having different encounters and experiences with the Lord. And we need your voice. We need your expression of that. Mm. Um, so what would you, how, how would you accomplish this? Well, the first thing I would do is I would save about a thousand dollars. I would, I would like take some, the next couple months, like, you know, make your lunches instead of going out to eat, like don't go to Starbucks, you know, don't go to Starbucks, like take about a thousand dollars. Um, you know, you know, maybe if you need to outsource some more musicians, you know, up to $1,500, something in that ballpark range and you start reaching out to some local studios and just start setting some practical steps of like, Hey, I want to release one song by the end of this quarter right? Mm. I already got it written. I already have a general idea of what I want it to be. Let me start talking to some studios. How can I, what, what's it going to cost to rent out studio space? What's it going to cost to hiring musicians? What's it going to cost to outsource this? 
And it probably, probably in that vein of, you know, 500 to $1,500, depending on what you want to do. Like, um, so there's a cost barrier to entry to releasing music, but at the same time, um, you can save up, you know, Dave Dave Ramsey talks about this with, you know, he, he asks everyone to, to save up a emergency fund of a thousand dollars. Right. So here's how you can do it really quick. Like, you know, sell some stuff in a closet you got somewhere. Like I've sold a guitar before, you know, I've done, you know, sold this kind of stuff and that kind of stuff. And just, you you can find a thousand dollars pretty quickly, uh, you know, and I, I get that may not be true for everybody. And there, there's certain, some ways you can kind of overcome that with social media and stuff like that. But anyways, <laughs> not to digress, but just to sort of give you an encouragement, just do it. Just set yourself a goal. Say, I will release a song by April. And you already got it written. You're, you know, start calling people tomorrow or today and um, just, just see what their process is like. And then just keep going every day set yourself up with, you know, five things to do and just say, I'm going to do this today. I'm going to yeah. do this today. I'm going to do this day. And then before you know it, you're, you're where you want to be. You know, my dad says this, I'm sure every dad has said this before, you know, the way to eat an elephant is one bite at a time, right? you know, and time. that's sort of, uh, you know, that's kind of the, the, the catch with it, you know, uh, how did I release seven songs in the span of three months? Um, one bite at a time, you know, yeah. one, you know, one song at a time for sure. And then, uh, you know, one step at a time. I just, I just started talking with the right people, started doing things that I need to do. Um, and, and when the, when the bill hit, you know, when money hit, I'm like, I was like, okay, I'm going to save up the money to pay for this. I'm going to save yeah. up the money to pay for that. I'm going to, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. And so, yeah, just, just keep going, uh, take imperfect action. You know, that's sort of the, 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 the running thing that, that I got impacted by is just sort of just start doing it. Um, yeah. And yeah, I, I think it's very feasible for everyone who's wanting to do that, you know, wanting to release a song, wanting to write a book, you know, wanting to, to do these things. I mean, imposter syndrome is not an excuse um it's something you can deal with and overcome um but you know we need your song we need your voice we need your book we need we need all those things to be added to the collective expression creatively of the body of christ like these people who are releasing music they ain't got it all figured out either like they're they're trying to figure it out they're trying to write songs like i've talked with these people before like i've met some of these people before like they're they're human beings like they go to taco bell just like you they they (laughs) do a long time you've mentioned taco bell twice and it is the long time since i've been in taco bell like 2009 was the last time guilty pleasure man (laughs) we're getting as like they 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 do the things that you do. They, they go yeah. see movies. They, they hang out at coffee shops. Like they, they, they're just people. And there's nothing mystical about their gifts or their talents. Um, they're just taking action. They're just taking action. Yeah. Absolutely. And, yeah. and we can sit here and go, well, they were discovered or they were found or someone paid but they were taking for action. them to do that. They were taking action. Some yeah. of them paid for their own albums. Some of them, you know, some of them paid for their own stuff. Like, yeah. you know, like they worked it. They, they did hard work to get to where they are. (laughs) Yeah. So, um, so find somebody who's doing what you want to do, surround yourself with positive people who are going to encourage you to keep going, maybe like an accountability partner, somebody who's going to keep you accountable to the things that you set, set a goal of when you're going to release it and start taking action while saving money at the same time. Yeah. Um, Essentially. And then, and then, drive it like you stole it man like just just when it comes out this is the best thing that's yeah. ever happened i mean yeah you know 
you get one chance at making a first impression with you know coming onto the scene with your music or whatever hey guys i just i wrote this song and it's not very good and i, I don't you know I'm, you know don't fake humility like be excited about it. like you released right. a song like you yeah. did something that's like, a big feat and if people like, yeah if people aren't happy about that either a your song sucks and that's that's okay just refine it for the next time or b like they suck like you know, <laughs> you yeah know, like who cares what they think like just you be excited about it like you know just just get get loud get crazy um yeah. and yeah that's that's sort of the trick to social media anyways like the loudest person gets right gets the attention and so yeah just go wild wow, wow that's interesting. <laughs> um so uh, kind of uh wrapping up here um what is and I don't know how long this is going to take you, but what is your definition of legacy? Mm. So, I mean, first and foremost, who I am in the Lord is, is the most important thing to me. Um, I am a son who is loved and appreciated by his father. Um, I, I love spending time with the Lord. I love having this dialogue with him. And so for me, legacy for me is it passing that love for the Lord on to my children and by extension, everyone I meet. Yeah. Um, I've recently, in the past couple of years, I, I found a book about um, my great, great, great grandfather who was a circuit rider preacher. Um, I didn't know that, you know, I didn't know anything about my family history. Like, really, I don't, I don't, we don't, uh, we're not that family, but I found, mm-hmm. uh, found that out. And, um, and it just got me thinking about, do I, I want my kids to, to love the Lord, love the church and love, um, not, not ministry necessarily, but the activity of the Lord, mm. um, his heart and his activity. I want them to love that. And so if that's ministry, good, you know, if, if that's the the body of, uh, of Christ being expressed, cool. Like that's what I want for them. But um, I want them to walk with the Lord the way that I walk with him. Oh. Um, and then more than that, like, and so first and foremost, that's legacy to me. Like they will, you know, the Bible talks about God being like a generational God. It says God is the God of yeah. Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. And, and he defined himself by multiple generations of encountering people. Um, and so that's what I want. I want him to be the God of Randy, my dad, David, and then Ezra, you know, uh, Randy, David, and Ella, you know, Randy, David, and Raquel, Randy, David, and Arlie. Like I want him to be the God of our family. And, um, that's something that I think is lost on the Western civilization wow. is that whenever people in the Bible were saved, it's like their entire household was saved. Like mm. you look in the book of Acts and there would be people who would be encountered by a disciple. It's like everyone in their house got saved because the father got saved. Uh, and it was like, they, they, they converted in mass in that moment. And I bring that up because to me, that is one thing as a father, I need to be constantly aware of considering my destiny, considering my future, mm-hmm. considering my legacy in my children first. I am of no good to this earth if I generate offspring who are not living for the Lord, who are backsliding, who hate the church, 
who hate ministry, who have a bad taste, like what does that do for the earth? It, it does not do anything for producing good fruit. Mm. But that's why the Bible talks about like people who are to be leaders and elders in the church, like they, their family needs to be with them in, in their beliefs. Their yeah. family needs to be carrying this thing out too as well. So it's really important to the Lord. I believe that. Um, and then beyond that, like the creative expression that I leave on this earth through songwriting, through releasing music, through social media that will live essentially until the servers go down, you know, <laughs> right. like um, they, that, that kind of expression is a history that people can, can reference um, that I hope would live longer than me. Like, I, mm. I hope my songs outlive me. Um, I hope that people 50, 60, 70 years from now are listening, not necessarily to my music. Like, I mean, that's cool, but like are being impacted by what I gave them out of the expression that I had with the Lord. Like I said earlier, like the Psalms are so meaningful and powerful to us in the Bible because they were written from an encounter with the Lord instead of written for an encounter with the Lord. And so knowing that someone went before you and encountered the Lord in this way can give you language now to, to experience him. And so, you know, not that they were written formulaically or anything like yeah. that, but they, they generate that history with the Lord. It's like a written history. And so mm. um, when I look at legacy and think about legacy, that's kind of what I think. I want my life to be a history with the Lord. And so I want people to reference that and look at that and consume that, not, not to make me famous or something weird like that, but to really know that, oh, there's a person who encountered the Lord, walked with him his, his whole life. And, wow. and I can glean from that and yeah. then walk the same way walk in his footsteps. And so, yeah, that that's, to me, that's legacy. And then and it, and it is reflected in how I love my wife. It's reflected in how I love my children. It's, mm. it's reflected that goes back to counseling, you know, it goes back to that. Like, how do I, how can I healthily have these relationships around me and steward them? Well, it's like, well, first of all, I need to be able to love well and, and, and process those emotions well. And, because I am leaving a legacy. I'm, I'm, I'm mm-hmm. impacting my kids are old enough to remember now. Like, yeah, that, that changed my life. When I realized my kids are at the age where they will remember what happens to them. Mm-hmm. Every Man. day is a legacy. Every moment with them is a legacy that I'm forming because they will remember this now. It's not like they're, they're one years old and yeah, they're not yeah. even cognizant that they're alive you know, mm-hmm. but it's just that they're going to remember they're at that age now where they will remember what it was like to be in a house with a pastor, to be in a house with people who serve the Lord. Will they see me love my life, my wife? Well, will my son see how, um, how, how a, a father is supposed to treat his kids and a mm-hmm. husband is supposed to treat his wife, you know, anyways. Yeah. I like what you said about how every day is a legacy. Every moment is a legacy. That's good. Wow, man. I think we can all chew on that for a while. Um, so what's next? What's the next project that you have coming up? Yeah. So a couple different things, like I said, this year is about precision for me. I think, um, you know, before it was about consistency and just releasing what I knew the Lord wanted me to release and and, and music and, and daily posts and that sort of thing. But this next year is about precision. It's about, um, how do I now, 
take what I have been doing and further that um, and niche down a little bit, I guess, uh, in, that, in that terminology. But for music, I, I'm going to try to release a uh, instrumental album coming up uh, pretty soon. I, I'd like to do that over the next couple of months. Um, I've been okay. writing still. I have tons of songs that I haven't released yet. I have probably 20 songs that I haven't released yet. Um, and so I'll be taking some time this first quarter um, and, and looking at that, but we're about to have a baby. Like, within the <laughs> Oh next, yeah, that like, is what's that's the, that's the like, next big project. Like, the, the very next big thing <laughs> is learning how to be a family of uh, uh, four. We, we, we will have three biological children and we'll be we're co-parenting with uh, yeah. uh, one, one child that came through our home and who's our uh, daughter now. And so, um, yeah, so we, we will just be learning how to be a family. Yeah. Again. <laughs> you know, having a, having a baby just, in the house, having a baby in the house again. And so that, um, that's the next project, but, but, you know, for music and creative expression, that's, you know, uh, instrumental album, and then probably, a, a, a just another single or two. And then probably this next year, I would really be praying about and sort of, sort of seeking God's timing and God's, um, favor about is, is doing some sort of live album, cool. um, and maybe some video elements too, as well with that. And just, I don't know, just start, start figuring that stuff out. Yeah. Like just, you know, I, I don't know how to do it. Let's just call some people and figure out. Yeah. It's like, I don't have the money to do it. Let me start saving money and maybe fundraising on that yeah. kind of stuff. You know, maybe some people will want to pitch in. I don't know. So yeah, know, whatever it is, like, I just really want to hear from the Lord and then go take that action. But yeah, first and foremost, having this baby, making sure everybody's good. Yeah. And then we'll go from there. Wow. So, so where can people find you online? Yeah. So you can find me on every social media platform you can think of at David Willis CO. Uh, and that's okay. all one word. Um, and the reason I did the CO is because, uh, davidwillis.com is taken. So I had to do davidwillis.co. I'm going to make sacrifices uh, one them, somewhere. One of them popular names. So davidwillis.co, okay. uh, is my website and you can find my music there and everything like that. Awesome. Well, David, thank you so much for, uh, taking the time out to be uh, the very first guest on, uh, yeah. my podcast here. I uh, really do appreciate you as a friend and as a pastor, um, and just kind of having you in my life, I really do uh, thank you for that. So uh, thank you. Yeah, thank you, man. Hey, guys, I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, please share with a friend and be sure to subscribe on your favorite streaming app. You can find us at 414creative.com and on Instagram at 414creativestudios. Thank you for being here. It was an honor to spend this time with you. I hope you were inspired. Now go out and create your legacy.